uh, Milan. Yeah. Why don't you count us off in the clap? Okay, sounds good. We'll do a clap on three, or we'll do a one, two, three clap. One, two, three. That felt good. Listen, we're in your house now. That builds some camaraderie, (laughs) you know? Mm -hmm. It does, yeah. Get the crew together to clap. Dudes. I was playing. I, uh, I was playing Mario Party last night, and um, there's like a like whenever you finish a game, you get you get to like like fist bump or like clap or whatever. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. Played that game. That builds camaraderie too. After you play a mini game in Super in Mario Party, like everybody has to like you shake your you have to violently shake your <laughs> your remote. I like that. into the air. And then it does like a clap. And then if one person doesn't, can't get theirs to work, they kind of look like they're... Maybe that's why I've always liked Double Dash, because it's a team sport. Yeah. I like being a part of something bigger than myself. Me too, yeah. Which is why it's cool to have you guys on the podcast this week to... Four is stronger than two. Yes. Right. Right. I will say this, Mario Party does end friendships. (laughs) Sure, yeah, 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 yeah. You know. It does. If they're not strong enough to survive. Not, Not if you play alone. Not if you, no, not if you, yeah. just me and the, and the computers. I've only played that game alone. <laughs> I played sometimes it alone. People, sometimes people ask me like, "Oh, what do you got going?" And I'm like, "Oh, I'm going to this party. It's gonna." I <laughs> <laughs> go home. Um, welcome to Perfect Politics. I'm Milan, and I'm Sam, and we're here with Tyler and Nick from the Reactivators. Yeah. We did wahoo. your podcast, uh, Wahoo. Uh, hey, wahoo, by the way, sorry. Me, a, bi- a big Wahoo to everybody. Um, <laughs> you know, I always thought that was Mario saying Wahoo in, in the games. Yeah, me too. And this movie really debunks that theory. Who is it? <laughs> it's another guy. It's another guy? You another know guy? I, no. so I know what Sam yeah. is talking about. The, oh. the character that says Wahoo in this movie is Charles Martinet, who does the original voice for Mario, not the new voice, Chris Pratt. Oh, that's kind of beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful. that's cool. Yeah. He plays be- multiple characters. He also plays Mario's father. Okay. He's kind of mean to him. Yeah, he's He, he, he's he is mean. That's funny. The whole movie is about... Uh, that was like the theme, right? Where it was like, oh man, I don't want to disappoint my dad. And it's like, when I was playing the games, I never thought about like, oh, I wonder who dad. Mario's dad is. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he's uh, disappointing his father. And he was. I just yeah. kind of assumed he was disappointing yeah. him. Yeah. I just, yeah, I didn't even think about his parents, honestly, until this movie. Because there's the old movie too. There's the one from whatever, 80, the 80s. I don't right. know. How, and they're, Bob they, Hoskins. they're like old, like Mario and <laughs> Luigi yeah. are old. They're like grown men, which is how I always viewed them as like being like 40 year old men. Yeah. They're like the solidified Mario and Luigi, the legends. But this movie, I guess, cause it's the first one. Yeah. It's their origin story. Yeah. 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 I guess so. Yeah. Uh, the, I, I would, I would characterize it like that. We get to see, we get to see the dad and we get to see the mom who's a milf. I mean, who's. <laughs> Who can deny that? <laughs> I don't remember what she looks like. <laughs> you don't remember her cooking pancakes? <laughs> I do. Yeah, I remember the pancakes look good, but um, 
you really focused in on those pancakes. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's I mean a lot of, and, and listen, I'm not going to make a joke about other cakes. <laughs> it's, hot, it's not hot it, cakes. No, well, we don't but, talk about that kind of stuff on our show. Yeah, no, it's yeah. This we're sorry, but Nick is what Stop Nick being is, so R-rated about the Mario movie. Although I would have liked to see an R-rated version of this movie yeah. that just exclusively deals with the debt that Mario and Luigi have gotten themselves in to start their own business. Yeah, right. That's true. Yeah, yeah. those uh, they're the van problems alone. Yeah. <laughs> for sure probably uh, not a pg way to tell that story <laughs> no, These guys yeah. really or, or it, it'd be like a documentary and it's like g rated and it's just about the financials yeah transmission leak that's that's okay that's gonna be that's gonna be expensive it's just like going over ken burns presents the mario plumbing business story yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. What was I? <laughs> um, what was I Great to be that? here. Thank you for having us. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for coming. Um, we're talking about the Mario. Is it called the Mario Brothers movie? Super Mario Brothers. Super Mario. Some, yeah. Yeah. It's our, it's our movie for 2023. Yes. Um, so we're, we're caught up. We're finally caught. That's kind of a big moment for us. We've been, I don't know if you guys know what we were doing, but from the first episode, we started with a movie from like 2005 and then we've been working our way up to 2023 so we're finally we're here we're here yeah so congrats congrats yeah that's incredible and i feel like if there's a movie that defines this year 2023 it would be the super mario brothers movie Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's definitely one of them i i i wouldn't have thought of it if you wouldn't have suggested it, but it was definitely a big movie. Like it was a big movie this year. It was a big movie. And, uh, did you guys see it in theaters? Either of you? Uh, yeah. I did. I actually, I have kind of a story about that. And I I told it on the reactivators podcast, but I went with my friends, Nico and Gab and my friend Gab was late and we were, you know, being polite boys. We're going to wait a few minutes for her takes 24 minutes at the AMC theater, uh, for all the trailers and Nicole Kidman to show up. And she ended up being about 34 minutes late. Yeah. And around minute 30, we thought, okay, we're just going to go in. We go into the theater and someone has sat in one of our reserved seats and yep. Nico and I are such babies that we just sat in the two that were not taken. And we were like, you know, maybe she won't show up. She's so late. She shows up uh-huh. and she wants to start a fight with the guy sitting in her seat. And my buddy Nico and I, and again, I'll shout him out or a bunch of beta cucks. And we were just like sitting there awkwardly while she starts to fight this guy and she kicked him out. And he moved over, and as a result, I pretty much missed the first 15 minutes of the Super Mario movie. Oh, dang. Sure, because you couldn't watch the conflict, but you also couldn't watch the movie. You were kind of in a limbo of sorts. Staring into the cup holder. Yeah, just into that (laughs) void. Eyes down into the cup holder. (laughs) It was extremely uncomfortable. I understand the position you were in. Once the movie starts, I mean, you can't... uh, you know, start a conflict for someone who isn't there. That doesn't work. And even in the, in in the, the way it had worked out, it was clearly that the guy who was in 
her seat didn't intend to be there. It was a larger group to his left who had taken a seat that wasn't theirs and pushed him down. So he was like, Oh, I don't know where to sit. And she's like, I don't care. Get out. And he seems to be the nature of the world. You know, we're getting into politics pretty early in the podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, I also have a, uh, seat story like this, if that's all right. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, was, I was in a seat. This wasn't the Mario movie. This was another movie earlier this year, but it's still 2023. So it, it counts. I was sitting in a seat. thought it was mine was not. I see somebody that I know come in to the theater and he's walking up. He's looking at all of his, all the seats and he looks straight at me. And I think he recognizes me. So I go, hi. And he goes, you're my fucking seat. And then he walks away. (laughs) And then I see him at a bar like two days later with a bunch of people we know. And I was like, oh, I saw you at the at the theater. And uh, uh, he's like, did I did I see you? And he he didn't remember any of this. And I was like, yeah, I guess I was sitting in your seat because you told me that I was sitting in your fucking seat. And then he goes, you were sitting in my fucking seat. And he got really upset all over (laughs) again in public with all of our friends around. This is your friend. Not really. Yeah, <laughs> I probably won't. Well, I was just trying to figure out. No, I was just trying to figure out how angry this person actually was. He was pissed. He was like really pissed. Wait, were you in his seat? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'll say this. I wasn't present, but I was walking by that bar later that night and I saw Tyler yeah. get tossed through the window of it. Oh, no. Yeah. And again, did you <laughs> did you choose to intervene or did you? <laughs> I, no, now this I remember. You were you were just staring down at your monster. Yeah, and I got in my car and I looked into the cup holder. Someone call an ambulance. Some guy flew through the window. Yeah, I think he was somebody's friend. <laughs> he was somebody's friend. <laughs> Not mine, but wow. Um, you probably stole his seat at the bar again or something. I don't know what I. He, he hated it. He hated me. Probably still yeah. does. Was it like a super packed theater? Because my thing is, uh, if no. somebody stole my seat, I would just find another seat. It's not a big deal. Right. Because, um, yeah, it wasn't a packed theater. I will say that. I do think yeah. I don't like assigned seating. I do think show up when you get there and then you get the seat. I feel yeah. like I, I kind of like assigned seating because I, I mean, I definitely get tired of like, I feel like the force awakens that star Wars movie was the last time where I waited a long time to get into the theater because I wanted to sit with my friends and my friends and I all waited. And while that is a classic piece of the movie going experience, I don't mostly don't miss it, but ideally I want assigned seating with the option to not sit there if I don't want to. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Which mostly means, Picking a theater that's not that packed and hoping no one shows up. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that would be nice if that was like the policy. It's like, it's assigned seating, but you know, it's lax. It's chill. If somebody sits in your seat, it's okay. And yeah. everybody s- signs up for that. Yeah. Maybe like a reserved section, maybe like the 30% of seats that are ideal. Maybe you can, yeah. you can buy that ticket. That's actually a good. Yeah. And then everything else is just regular. I think they should have romantic couples seating. 
Yeah, maybe like a love seat. Yeah, they should have love seats. Where I like that. If you if you're going with your with your baby, you um, you can like pay extra for the romantic love mm-hmm. seat <laughs> that rocks. Yeah, <laughs> I think it should be interwoven with the single seats though. <laughs> I don't think it should be a row of love seats. I no. think it should be love seat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, single guy who has to sit alone. Yeah. Love seat. Love seat. <laughs> guy who has to sit alone. No, I like that. That's, That's good. really good. I, I do. And I think that you, the Alamo draft house style, you get a waiter, but only for the love seat seats. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the one of the, like I'm there alone and I'm trying to get a, get the, <laughs> not you. Yeah. Excuse, excuse Can me. I get some whoppers? I <laughs> don't even have whoppers. <laughs> it's like, Wait, so Nick, you missed the first 15 minutes of the movie, but what'd you think? Absent those first 15 minutes, loved it. (laughs) (laughs) I loved it too. Uh, Yeah, I really liked it. Did you like it, Tyler? Um, no. What were your issues with it? I, this was, it was, it was very, I, I do like that it was very quick, but it was almost like too fast to be. It was like at a certain point, it was like, well, now I don't know what's happening. And I've seen this before, you know? Sure. Uh, yeah. It's not really a movie. I should say. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's, just, it's like a montage. <laughs> yeah. It's just a montage of stuff that happens. It's mostly, it's, let me, let me read what I wrote down. Cause I only wrote down three things and I was like, I don't know if I'll catch up. You know, mm-hmm. I wrote down, there's a kill bill opening. Yeah. Mario kicks a dog and Mario hates mushrooms. Yeah. yeah. That was that. Can I address the last thing? Cause yes, I didn't yeah. like, cause I didn't like that either. I, they, they kept trying to push this joke on me where like, I, first of all, you have to, okay, let's say you're like a little kid. Not all the little kids going there know that Mar- Mario loves or eats mushrooms in the game, right? I don't know. Maybe they haven't played one of the games. So there's like this in there's like this knowledge that I'm supposed to have that Mario eats mushrooms, and then the joke is like, but what if he actually doesn't like eating them? <laughs> yes. And then they keep bringing it up over and over again. Over and over. Yes. Like trying to explain this to. I was thinking of how I would explain this to my child, and if they were like, does he not like mushrooms? I'd have to. What would I say? Like, no. He's actually. I, I'm pretty sure he's indifferent. Um, I, I, I think a, he likes him, but I don't, he never really says so. So, I mean, like, you no, know, you're right. That's how I, that's what I think too. I think he's indifferent to mushrooms. So why <laughs> make it a problem? Cause there's like some, yeah, there's so many other problems in that movie yeah, that he has to deal with. It's like almost like a cute joke, but it's like, Hey, we're dealing with the mushroom kingdom over here. Like, <laughs> don't let this cute joke ruin the narrative of Mario. Yeah. If if he is if he truly hates mushrooms as much as this movie makes it seem he does, he is living in hell. He's in the mushroom kingdom, you know. He's, yeah, he shouldn't like any of the toads either. I mean, he's almost oh. like that's almost making him like a little racist towards the toads too. But think you know? about it from the other perspective. If he liked them too much, he'd be trying to bite toads' head off. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> right. true. That's true. Yeah, I'll say this, and I do want to be candid with my feelings about this film. It's bad. However, the first time I watched it, despite my uncomfortable experience in the theater, I mostly gave it a pass because it is a baby movie for babies. (laughs) Watching it the second time, however, proved to be 
a more difficult experience. Uh, I was appreciative to see what I missed. Really, the only thing I wanted to see going into the theater was the cameo of the original Mario voice actor. And I basically missed that when he does the voice because my friend was fighting the guy next to me. But, um, <laughs> but, they, were, but, they, were, but they were doing Mario voices too, right? Like... They just have that's happened to be the argument. Yeah, she stomped on his head. <laughs> and he was like, ah, wah, 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 wah. <laughs> <laughs> And you're like, wait, is this the movie or the fight? <laughs> um, I think that this movie is not great. I think it's extremely lazy, especially in its musical choices. I agree. I think the mushroom issue, it's sort of manufactured drama. I never really put thought into whether or not Mario liked to eat mushrooms, but he eats them constantly in the game. So I guess if I was assigning a value to it, I'd say he likes them. Um, I think more than that though, you know, the story of the original Mario brothers movie, the live action one is that it was written by a husband and wife team who had never played the video game before. (laughs) I will say in comparison to that, this movie is more truthful to the Canon, but at the same time, you, we watch one of these animated movies, especially uh, an illumination movie. And it's just like, get to the Mario already. Why am I watching him and Luigi fight a dog? That has nothing (laughs) to do with anything. It's like, I've never been playing a Mario game and thought, what if they beat up a dog and locked him in a shower and try to drown him? (laughs) (laughs) All I could think about was the R-rated version of Mario and Luigi where they get their first gig as plumbers and completely destroy the house. Their business goes hundreds of thousands of dollars into debt. Yeah. I just want to see them talking to like a, a banker. Right. I want to see, I want to see tears, the loan officer. I want to see, I want to see the financial ruin that is the reality of Mario and Luigi. Yeah. And then they'd be good. (laughs) It'd be really good. Um, well, I, uh, I want to address your second point, Tyler. They kick a, they kick a dog. They, Mario kicks a dog. It's either Mario or Luigi, but I do remember it being like such a like like an actual like punt to the face and to the, like me and my roommate both went, oh, <laughs> like, yeah. like, like, you're, like we were watching like a, uh, an MMA fight really wallops yeah. them. This was <clears throat> this was also uh, animated by Illumination, the French company that does the minions. Um, oh, OK. So that's why there was a minion at the beginning of the movie. I was about to say the first thing you see is a minion to start the Mario movies. And I guess that's just a nod to themselves. Yeah. That's it's a nod okay. to themselves. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he's in a Mario Kart and it plays the little Mario Kart countdown noise, but it's a minion. Yeah. I did. Because, you know, when every kid watches a movie from, they're like, oh, it's an Illumination movie. Yes. Oh, these are the same people that own the Minions. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, they're concerned with who owns my what. Favorite, <laughs> my favorite studio. <laughs> Sorry, what um, were you going to say? Uh, I, I really liked the animation. I thought it was good. Me too. And yeah. Nick, I think you're right about the music that some of it felt lazy. Like, just like the random, like, 80s music that they threw in there felt r- incorrect. But, like, the orchestra music that, like, 
like uh, was more close to what the video game is. I thought that was really good. Yeah. Oh yeah. It has a beautiful score. I'm really hoping it wins the best Oscar over Robbie Robertson's killers of the flower moon score. (laughs) I'm with you on that. I haven't seen that movie yet, but I do think this is award uh, qualified. Yeah. I think it'd be, it'd just be cool. uh, Italian American representation. If, illuminations mario brothers movie one so i'm glad i'm glad you brought up italian uh american representation has mario and luigi always been american yes um well i guess right because they do have italian accents not italian american accents so it does kind of beg the question on their nationality they they were they they charles martinet tells a story in a video that they that the the audition process was they were like okay do a do a uh, a, a, like an italian guy from brooklyn okay cool and he and he does that okay um And at the end of this video, and I do love to point this out in this video, and this is why Charles Martinet is not like a writer. He's just the voice. At the end, he's doing cute Mario sounds, and then he goes, um, see you in my games is, which is, you know, I don't think Mario would say that really, you know? Does any, that sounds more like Gollum than really anybody else. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that is like my games. My games. Is, that's what he calls his riddles. Yeah. Shout out. Huh? He's a great voice actor. I do think it's funny because in the story Tyler's referencing, every person who came in did the hey, I'm a guy from Brooklyn kind of voice. He won by doing something different. And I guess Nintendo just rewarded him for doing the most stereotypical, offensive Italian accent he could possibly muster. So yeah. this is this is for for you guys in your audience. For those who don't know, Nick is um, completely obsessed with his own Italian heritage. Oh, Hey, good for you. Congrats. Yeah, I'm 50%. You know, I couldn't be like the godfather, but I could be a capo in the mob. Um, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I guess this segues pretty nicely into my viewing experience of the movie today. Tyler, do you want to send these guys pictures that I sent you? So, yeah, Nick Nick is insisting that I send you some pics here. Okay. So uh, I thought, look... I'm an Italian-American guy like Mario in the Luigi. And I thought, you know, there's no proper way to watch this movie without celebrating my heritage a little bit. So I went ahead and I cooked a nice spaghetti and meatballs pasta lunch. Today? Today, while I viewed the movie, yeah. Uh, That's beautiful. Did you text it to me, Tyler? I I just did, yes. Okay. Oh, there's a lot of photos. Yeah. I just wanted to walk you through my process there. Uh, Um, Sweet. So I got the first photo looks like uh, onions. Yeah, you're building flavors. Yeah. And 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 I would like to say this about the onions. Um, Nick described them as a bit of a rustic chop. And I I think, you know, a a little worse than that. Worse Worse than than rustic? rustic? (laughs) A little worse. It is a new technique that uh, we were ignorant to before right now. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like I, cut yeah. them up finally and then lose interest. <laughs> sure. The, like one, the fine first, enough. The first one third are super fine. <laughs> That's too fine. 
<laughs> and then you're just like, oh, this sucks. This is boring. Who cares? Like, go to the next picture. It's about to get good. Um, so I, I want to say about my recipe oh, yeah. here, I did use my Italian grandmother's recipe, which is very simple for pasta sauce. I'll tell you, I was at Ralph's grocery store earlier, and I was looking at sauces, and I thought, it's too easy to just make my own. I'll do it. So I got these ingredients. First thing you do, saute some onions, a little olive oil, mm-hmm. add a little garlic before they start to brown. You don't put the garlic in too early because it will burn. You don't want burnt garlic. Once they're nice and toasty, get to our next phase here. Crushed tomatoes, San Marzano canned crushed tomatoes. That's the, the goat. Uh, little tomato paste for thickening. Mm-hmm. And then I did cheap out on the meatballs. I did some Trader Joe's party meatballs in there. Are sort they, of warm those up. Are they good? Are they like pre-made? They're good. They're pre-made. They're very small, but you know, they get the job done. Nice. It looks uh, nice. I cooked Look. some uh, linguine pasta in the pot, which you'll see in the uh, images. <clears throat> it's a, a pot that is behind the sauce, which is cooking in a little pan. Here's a, a pasta uh, pro tip. Cook it for one minute less than the recipe suggests on the back of the box. If it says nine minutes, do eight. If it says eight, do seven. You want a little al dente because we're going to finish cooking it in the sauce, you know? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Also, reserve some of that pasta water. I think a lot of people don't know this tip. Yes, you yes. want to strain your pasta, but you want to keep about a quarter cup of that water. I put it in a little Lionsgate mug that I stole from the company when I worked there last year. Uh-huh. Sat that on the counter, drained my pasta, put it back in the sauce, put that pasta water in, stirred it up, little Parmesan, baby. We got spaghetti and meatballs. Wow. Wow. <clears throat> and in yeah. true Mario fashion, you must have kicked that dog afterwards. And this is your this is your <laughs> this is your dog. <laughs> this is my roommate's dog, Frankie, and yes, I kicked her um, just because that's what happens in the movie. Yeah, she thought she was gonna get spaghetti and meatballs, and she got a big kick, a yeah. big boot right. to the face. Yeah, yeah, tried to drown her. <laughs> that's a great pick and then i see that you're eating it with oh you ate it with the m- movie i sat down with the mario family for their <laughs> pasta dinner this photo is really good it looks like you you're um, there like you're there <laughs> like yeah like it's i'm like, about to put another serving in front of mario uh-huh yeah <laughs> well, i'm glad you went no mushroom snake yeah because he famously hates them <laughs> i actually had mushrooms in that bowl and he picked them out Wow. Look at those beautiful blues. Yeah. That was awesome. Wow. Um, It it was really fun, like, hearing you, because you gave the recipe really smoothly, but there was only, like, a few photos, so it's like, we were just on one photo. It's almost like if I was watching a cooking show, but, like, it was just, like, a 10-minute YouTube video, but it was, like, four images, you know? I, I noticed as I sent those images, I was like, I definitely took one when I just put the tomatoes in, right? No, I didn't. I went from onions to basically the full sauce. Yeah, you really did. Huge just leap like, from just onions to, like, all right, now we're getting the sauce going. It's it's like, oh shit, what did and I And it's done. Okay. Yeah. It's done. And I'm eating it with Mario. <laughs> this, it was like, like it was confusing to me when you sent them to me initially because I was like, well, he really wants us to see those onions that he chopped so poorly. I understand what happened. Uh the Trader Joe's meatballs were somewhat of a crime because you didn't you didn't cook those yourself. So yeah. you just jumped. 
you you jumped from onions to almost finished product. Yeah, right. I in my head I was like, don't talk about the bad meatballs. Don't talk about how <laughs> fake they are. I'm have you ever made meatballs, yeah. Nick? I have. In fact, at the beginning of this year, my sister and I took a meatball making class <laughs> at a place Where? called Italy in uh, uh, in the uh -huh. Los Angeles area. You guys know Italy? Oh yeah, no. And well, I've never been there, but I've seen their sign. Yeah, where it's it's uh, Santa Monica, Century City area. Correct. Is this the kind of content you both wanted from us? Yes. Well, I, I kind wanted, of to a T. I wanted to tell you guys I took a um, Italian nachos class at Buca de Beppo. <laughs> <laughs> that's where they teach you how to make Italian nachos. <laughs> wow, that's a little above my pay grade. Yeah, they're huge. <laughs> Wow. Wait, like, wait, I, I want to I want to get back to the movie because we're talking about fake Italian stuff. What do we think about Chris Pratt's accent? I thought it was tasteful. Yeah. What do you think, Nick? You was know, racist. Yes, but I liked it. <laughs> One of the only things I knew about this movie before seeing it was like, damn, Chris Pratt's Mario. That's a uh, anti-Italian. I bet he doesn't do a good enough Italian accent. I thought he did just enough. That wasn't rude. But still, you know, a little Italian. Every For, every sentence he said was like Chris Pratt, but then like the last syllable, he like gave a little flair to it. Gave it a little Italian. Yeah. Yeah, like a little Brooklyn in there. I, I will yeah. say, for the record, Charles Martinet, the original voice actor, also not Italian. Bob Hoskins played him in the movie, not Italian. Mario has a long history of being co-opted by, let's just face it, white people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, first the Japanese and then the whites. <laughs> right. Yeah, but that's cool. You know, I'm cool it is that. cool. Yeah. Um, so I think everyone expected Chris Pratt to do a bad job. I'm not going to say he did a fantastic job. However, he put in more effort than I expected. I guess that is praise. <laughs> no, I think everybody did. Uh, when every when they came out with the list of all the voice actors for the movie, um, there were a lot of people in their thirties that were like pissed. <laughs> for some, <laughs> it was like everybody in their late twenties. It was like men in their late twenties to early thirties that were livid. Tyler online. cried. <laughs> yeah, I did. Um, but I think everybody. Charlie I, I, Day. <laughs> for what reason? I screamed. <laughs> Which That's ironically, I would say, was the only casting choice where I was like, "Okay, that kind of kind of makes sense to me." He's got a he, natural intonation that kind of feels like a Luigi. Yes, yeah. I think he did the best, which is also like kind of embarrassing because like <laughs> Jack Black did a good job, but Jack Black gets to be Jack Black after this. After this Charlie Day performance, I was like, he should. I mean, he should just do animated characters forever. I guess. Yeah, he's a very cartoony voice. Yeah, for um, sure. We Jack watched Black, I will say, in the mm -hmm. post, like, in the, like, when they were promoting the movie afterwards, he was the only one who put any effort into that, I will say. He was the only one having a good time. Everybody else was like, hey, we did the movie. Like, Seth Rogen was just like, yeah, they paid me to do the movie, and I did it. I, there, and there it was, you know. I'm glad you brought him up, Tyler, because Seth Rogen does what he always does, doesn't fit Donkey Kong, whatever. It's Seth Rogen. It's a movie. I get it. The performance that I think is like a full-on F rating terrible is Fred Armisen as Cranky Kong. 
You didn't yeah. think he did a good enough Jewish accent? <laughs> Wait, now, who was he? He was he was the, he was Donkey Kong's dad, which okay. I thought Cranky Kong was his grandpa, but maybe not. Anyway, yeah, I, I think he is right. That's not important, I guess. Wait, well, wait, I mean, wait, to some thirty-somethings like us, I think it is. Yeah, we should spend a couple <laughs> minutes on this. I think he is his grandpa. Yeah, but in the movie, he's the dad, right? So, because Donkey Kong Junior is his son, because Cranky Kong is the one who kidnapped Pauline in the original Donkey Kong game, right? It's established in the Donkey Kong Country franchise. Donkey Kong Jr. gets very little play. He wears sort of a one-piece diaper outfit. Uh, he is, I th- I think the Donkey Kong we know and love, Donkey Kong Jr. is his father. Okay. So, Cranky Kong is his grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I did look up to see if Fred Armisen was... Uh, Jewish in real life. And this says uh, Fred Armisen is not Jewish, despite being married to a Jewish woman. Okay. Yeah, I guess that doesn't cut it anymore. Well, that, that must have been his in- inspiration. He was listening, he was talking conversations with his wife, and he was like, Oh, I could use this for Cranky Kong. <laughs> I do think Fred Armisen has a storied career of cultural appropriation. Remember when he used to play Obama? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we were Not talking black. about that last week. Yeah, we did talk about that last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of calling back to that episode. I definitely uh-huh. listened to. It's not been released yet, but you're in tune. <laughs> yeah, I I heard it in the sound. No, I send Nick the I send Nick the raw files, and he edits it together for himself, like so he can listen <laughs> early. <clears throat> to be clear, it's not the episode that listeners hear. I am specifically editing it for myself. <laughs> you have your own taste that you... Some people have a Patreon where they do an extra episode. We do an extra episode just for you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Just for... <laughs> yeah, just for and 10 bucks a month. Nick edits it for me, so I'm like... I usually like the stuff that you guys do. I don't like the the Nick edit, I'll be honest. Uh-oh. Okay. Damn. Um, Sometimes I put my own voice in there, kind of just responding to you guys. Yeah, yeah. it's really pathetic, I think, is why I don't like it. <laughs> we it, send you a file that's like one hour long, and then you send Tyler a file that's two hours long. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I, I got some good riffs. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like mostly pauses, too. It's like you not knowing. It does sound to, also like, yeah, like uh, the, the laughs uh, are reused for Nick's stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I I did a perfect laugh the first take. I don't need to do more. I just yeah, reuse yeah. it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um what was I going to say about the voice actors? Uh okay, so yeah, Cranky Okay, here's the thing with Seth Rogen. I think this is the thing that maybe bothered me in the movie was that he does his signature Seth Rogen laugh, but again, like for kids it's like they don't necessarily know him that well, you know? So it's like, why does it matter that he has to do his signature laugh in the movie? Like they make a, it's okay if he laughs. I mean, if that's just how he laughs, I don't, I mean, that's fine. But, um, they make they a show make, of it. They make a You're right. No, it's it. a nod to the dad it's a nod. who's watching this movie with his kids. Yeah. <laughs> Same way that like, there's like the gladiator scene before Mario fights Donkey Kong. Yeah. I think there are just little snippets of this movie that are for adults. 
And then ninety percent of it is for the children of mm. said adult. Yeah. So who yeah. are we in this for, in this uh, equation? We we don't even have kids. <laughs> We're not even supposed to be watching the movie. In one of the in one of the scenes, uh, the ringtone is actually the GameCube. It's the GameCube. <laughs> You're saying That's that to your true. son? I'm saying that to my son. Yeah. It's like, this is, the way that guy laughs, he laughs like that in other movies. <laughs> Dad, what's GameCube? We can't afford it. It's expensive now. It's rare. Yeah, I got rid of mine. When I married your mother, she made me get rid of it. And I told her it was going to go up in value. And don't tell her I called her Cranky Kong. Or that I called Mara's mom a MILF. <laughs> She's, yeah, you're whispering that to yourself. She's a total MILF, son. Um, I keep yeah. the family dog just like Mario. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Well, it's, it's a good we movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good movie. It, there's a lot of good stuff that happens. As a, what do we, th- a what do we think about Dash Peaches? Fan, Peaches, she was good. Well, I was gonna say we watched the menu the week before we watched this one. That's the episode that's gonna come out um, next, and uh, we didn't know that it was Taylor. I can't remember Anya, Anya Taylor. Taylor Joy. Yes, Anya right. Taylor Joy. We were trying to figure out who the voice was. It sounded very was, familiar. Yeah, it sounded familiar. She did a good job, though. Yeah, she did do good. Yeah, yeah, she's um, good. She is good. Um, there is uh, we, Keegan Michael Key says this famous line in the movie, which is, uh, "This is how you princess." <laughs> um, is that like from something? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just an original <laughs> creation. <laughs> wow. It's, it's, I don't even know how they came up with that. Oh, um, but you. Yeah. And you know that's going to be in the next game. Oh, yeah. They have to put that in the next game. <laughs> <laughs> the next Mario game, it's like, it just, they ruin it. They just have everybody talk now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it should be a full on conversation. Full, full on long conversations. And then you, and then you have to have another conversation with your kid. It's just like, why don't they sound like they do in the movies? It's like, yeah. we should, the games are different. The games. Yeah. <laughs> You're telling your kid like, this is not really how Mario Kart looks. This is more of a Mad Max uh, tribute. <laughs> yeah. Again. Yeah, that's right. They did like a Mad Max tribute. To the carts! Yeah. I can't remember who I was talking about this with when this came out. Was it, I don't know if it might have been you, Nick, but if they like did like a spinoff or like just even focused on like all those Kongs and stuff, might be a pretty good movie. Yeah, that would be cool. When they got, oh, sorry, go ahead, Nick. Uh, No, I, I, I love that idea, even though it's more like Donkey Kong Kart than Mario Kart, in my opinion. Wow. Well yeah, I was trying to justify it in my own brain, and I was like, "Oh, well, they did make Diddy Kong Racing." So in my head, I was like, "That's the they're, sm- they're smart. They know what they're doing. Actually, they're nodding to that." Elon, if it was Diddy Kong Racing, they'd have planes Diddy. and boats. Yeah, <laughs> well, you're, you're, I know. When I was looking you're at right. it, they get to like Donkey Kong World, and I was like, "Yes, they're going to show Donkey Kong Volcano Track." But then I was looking, I was like, "Hmm, this is a little bit more like the Dino Track." This is ah. not exactly Donkey Kong World. This is more like the yeah. Dino World. Yeah, and of I, course. And I forget that that Sam is a bit of a Mario Kart snob in this way. You know, 
almost a hundred percent of my Mario information comes from so you, uh, Double Dash. Yeah. So you got to be specific where you can be. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You say snob. <clears throat> I say aficionado. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You're sort of like the chef from the menu. Yes. <laughs> Someone says, "Can you make me Mario Kart Eight Deluxe?" And you say, "No, no, no." Double dash only. Yeah. You've barely touched your double dash. (laughs) (laughs) There's my face is printed on the back of this Koopa show. (laughs) What? (laughs) I got to talk to someone about this. I'm trying Um, to think of another specific from the menu. Something from the menu. Can't do it. Gave Charlie Day Mm -hmm. some voice notes. Luigi killed himself. It's a reference to the movie. It's a reference to the movie. Sam is, yeah, Sam is like hanging Luigi outside the window (laughs) of of the double dash. (laughs) Can I say that movie was kind of dumb? Yeah, we thought so too. I mean, we we like we liked I like the movie. Thanks for saying um, that. You're correct. We we know what you mean. My parents and my friend's parents went to see it, and they came back and they're like, "This is the most biting satire I've ever seen." It's like maybe the most obvious. (laughs) Well, I've never been a big fan of biting satires anyway. So, well, it typically only bites the uh, sixty-year-old class, maybe. Yeah, it's like um, boomer humor. People like us who have maybe too intensive opinions on Mario also see the the movie about class and go, yeah, yeah, we get it. Not, Which is why fine. I appreciate the Super Mario Brothers movie because I thought the satire was a lot more subtle compared that's, to the menu. That's why I wanted to see them go into extreme debt, crippling <laughs> prison time type debt. You want to see them in jail? Mar- I want it. <laughs> Mario jail. <laughs> They should be escaping to the Mushroom Kingdom because legally they can't return to America. Right. (laughs) They do end the movie where like Mario and Luigi are just in the Mushroom Kingdom. And it's like, why'd they move? Yeah, they didn't explain that. Um, Do you guys have insight on that? Why Um, would you abandon Brooklyn in your plumbing business? Right. Yeah, they, they, they seem they grab their tools and then they step out into a world where those tools don't work. It looks like. You know, that's right. Maybe they never wanted to use those tools in the first place. No, yeah. it's like it's like a like wearing Carhartt when you got soft hands. <laughs> a lot yeah. of cosplay going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They could probably put on some different clothes. Um, one character I did like was the uh, I like that blue star thing. I thought that was kind of funny. The blue shell. No, I, I, that was cool too. But the, uh, the when they're in the jail, basically, and there's that that oh, little happy the Luma, the Luma, yeah, the Luma. Yes, her name <clears throat> is Luma Lee. Luma Lee. What's the lore? Because this was like a nihilist uh, character in the movie. Mm-hmm. Now Does this, this exists in the game. To Milan's point earlier, this is something I actually don't think kids would really understand where that character came from because. Lumas, the, this little star people, they're from Super Mario Galaxy. Yeah, for the right? for the Nintendo Wii. Yes. Yeah, and normally they're just little happy-go-lucky stars. And here, the joke is that this one that we encounter is very nihilistic. Talks about death, which I, I liked. Um, voiced by the co-director's daughter. Uh oh, nepo baby alert. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
Um, but I will also say, you know, comedy often comes in threes, and I think they hit the nihilistic star beat about mm, 27 times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I they think actually they only did it twice though. No, but they in, the movie ended and the movie was done and everything was fine yeah. and then the star starts talking to you again and yeah. it's like I, I, this can't like the movie was great. My opinion perfect movie. My favorite part was when I got up in the middle to make a sandwich. Yeah. But the move the whole movie was good. And then the movie's over and then this sad star starts talking to you and it's like, "Hey, it's over. Get off my screen. Yeah. Right. Go I like, away. I liked all that. I liked the Luma, but <clears throat> I do wonder if uh, it's still a little too sad for kids because it's, I don't know. I feel as a kid, I would still understand what he's saying. It might not be a good way to end the movie, you know? The last note of the movie is from the nihilist yeah. star. Well, um, I, I mean, apparently no one here watched till the very end credits. No, the I didn't. After credit scene. <laughs> what happens? Just like Bowser play like a, a rock solo or something. <laughs> Bowser was good in this. Bowser was good. Jack Black did a good job. There's a He's, fun whole scene where they're, there's a metal band playing. It's like, that's cute. You know, mm -hmm. like that's, this, mm -hmm. this is what he likes. He's sort of even talking the whole time, kind of like a, a man child, you know, thought he's that was a, a fun spin. He's like um, an incel gamer. He's, He's like an incel gamer. Mm -hmm. um, and well, at the post-credit screen, as, as the post-credit scene, as if this is some sort of Marvel movie or something, you know, there's a uh, camera pans in the sewer and it, and it, there's a close up of a Yoshi egg that starts to hatch. Oh yeah. Okay. That I, I, I saw this one. I out. saw it in the theaters. I think. Yeah. Oh, okay. It freaked you out, Nick? I got so scared. Like, Why? What's in there? Oh, oh, you didn't know what was in the Yoshi egg? <laughs> I didn't know. You had to look yeah. it up? Yeah. I was like, because I played some of these games, but I'm not like a lore master or anything. So when I'm seeing just like a white egg with green spots, I'm like, what the heck? Yeah. Come out of this thing. And so I saw I, so many people online. Sorry, go on, Sam. No, you go ahead. So many people online were like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. Yoshi's going to be in the next movie. And I was so confused because you see like a hundred Yoshi in this movie <laughs> already for like a scene. They're like in the background and they don't even they're not trying to hide them. It doesn't feel like, you know, what I mean, one of yeah. them looks at the camera and goes, oh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> And people were like, like, there's going to be, it was like, I'm, there are already Yoshi in this one. I like this. I didn't see this scene, but I like, it makes me think of like a Batman movie at the end of it. You see like the Joker card on the ground, mm -hmm. like Yoshi is coming. Yeah. yeah. Mario is going to have to deal with this next. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's going to have fight. to deal with another friend. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. He's going to fight Now I'm Yoshi. always tonguing. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think they're going to keep the animation from Super Mario World where Yoshi sticks his tongue out because Mario punches him in the back of the head? <laughs> I hope. I never no. realize that. Yeah, he does, right? That's how yeah. he gets him to do the thing. Explain that mm -hmm. to a kid. Yeah. <laughs> I have my son in the theater. Okay. Now, he has, now he's going to punch him in the back of the head. This is how I get you to stick your tongue out. <laughs> Can't get you to eat your damn veggies. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, cool. 
Well, uh, it was, it, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. It was fun. It was good um, to look at. The music was good. Yeah. Uh, it, it did feel like a montage. It did feel like a 90 minute montage. Yeah. But Hey, what are you going to do? Yeah. This is how I, you princess. This is this how you princess. You know, there's a lot of reused music in it. That's something that really bugs me. The songs, I feel like I've heard so many of these songs in other movies. Kill um, Bill. Kill Bill. Oh, so Even. you, when you're talking about the music you don't like, you're talking about the, not the original soundtrack, the, like, aha, when they play aha, take on me and stuff. The needle drops, exactly. It's yeah, like, I didn't like those either. You've heard all these songs before. Pick some new songs. Yeah. Doesn't need to be Breaking Bad, pulling like songs nobody's heard of, but we've heard these songs. There's like multiple pulls from Shrek 2. And I was like, okay, I'm going to listen to the Shrek 2 soundtrack. And I learned a, an amazing fact. Did you guys know that the Counting Crows song, Accidentally in Love, was an original song for the Shrek 2 soundtrack? I, you know no, what, Nick? That's I, beautiful. I, I, did, I did know that. You know how I knew that? Is because I used to watch the behind the scenes uh, DVD features for Shrek and for the Shrek movies. And, I, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I thought that, and I remember learning that fact, and I was like, man. That's so cool. <laughs> it's really cool. If I remember correctly, I think I remember this behind the scenes feature at Shrek actually composed some of those lyrics. <laughs> he composed the, the accidentally in love lyrics. Yeah. Cause the counting crows guy, he's like an amazing lyricist, but sometimes Shrek needs to step in and, you know, pump it up a little bit. Yeah. He also did, um, they pay paradise and put up a parking lot. Even though I don't, I think the Counting Crows covered that song, but Shrek. But that was a here. Shrek edition. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's right, because their cover, they were going to take that lyric out, and then Shrek wrote it and they put it back in. Yeah, well, he's talking about his swamp when they're talking about paving paradise. Shrek would be a good villain for the next Mario movie. Because, I mean, Bowser... <laughs> Should is, we do a crossover with yeah, Shrek? Yeah, well, to, I mean, basically already in the same universe. Yeah, they've both been in video games. Yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah. I, it's one of those things, like Mario kicking a dog when I'm playing the game. I'm usually thinking, why isn't he meeting Shrek? Uh, yeah, that's what I think. And I think that's what the reveal is going to be. Next movie. Mm -hmm. So... Video game movies are notoriously bad, usually. Um, yes. I would say this yeah. is pr probably one of the best ones I've seen, like a movie that's based off of a video game. Do you guys have a, a favorite or a least favorite movie uh, that's based off a of video game? Same. Um, Tyler? God, I love Doom. He, with The Rock? with the rock yeah god <laughs> i, I never love that movie i never saw it i've i watched it to go to sleep the other night loved it <laughs> that means you like it yeah when you watch it to go to sleep yeah it's a comfort movie for me <laughs> i'd say um probably like resident evil extinction <laughs> yeah okay i haven't seen that either but um that seems like it's one of the more top tier video game movies. When That's we did you, you guys' podcast, we talked about Mortal Kombat. I, I thought that movie, the new Mortal Kombat movie, was good. I liked it too. That was fun. Yeah. Interesting you bring that up. <laughs> oh, here we go again. <laughs> did I tell this story when you guys were on Reactivators? I don't know. Where don't Nick know. and I were supposed to go see it in theaters and he canceled on me. 
No. And uh, I so I watched it at home. Like, oh, you know, I guess we'll both be watching it at home. Nick went with somebody else. His other friend to the theater. Right like another, another seat are, that was supposed to be reserved for a friend. <laughs> yeah. Ty- Tyler sitting Was there. given to an enemy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I went with my friend Sam D. It was really rude. I apologize. I, I mean, frankly, I feel terrible. Okay. Well, you know, we're not here to indict you on our podcast. Well, I, I mean, that's the first time he's ever said that to me was right now. Oh, nice. Well, we're glad that we could facilitate. Yeah, I'm that, actually pretty stoked healing. to be a part of that moment. Yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog two is pretty good. That's a great one. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I don't know if I have much more to say about the Mario Brothers movie. Do you? Perfect movie. Yeah. You want to pivot to Sonic two? <laughs> yeah, I would like to move on to. That. <laughs> Here's my knuckles that? impression. Okay, you think I need your power? That's really yeah. good. I know you that guys is, haven't seen it. <laughs> no, I've seen the trailer, and that's in the trailer. Oh, and I, yeah. la- I, I laughed out loud when I heard that. <laughs> you think I need your power? I was with our uh, our friend Travis Watt, and we we were watching the Jackass movie, and we saw that in the trailer, and we both laughed out loud. <laughs> <laughs> so you serious. are going to lose your shit when you see the Siberian dancing scene. Okay. <laughs> well... I'll watch it. Uh, but no, I mean, I feel fulfilled. I thought it was a perfect movie. Okay. Thanks for joining us to talk about it. Yeah, thank you guys. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. This was great. Thank you for sending us a Zoom link. We don't pay for it. So, <laughs> Whatever you want to reveal on the pod, my friend. <laughs> we couldn't have done this without you in many ways. <laughs> and um, thanks for letting us borrow the, these mics for, <laughs> for two months. For two months. <laughs> we couldn't have started this podcast without you guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, my pleasure. And Tyler's going to send you the audio tracks and then you'll okay. get another track from me where I've edited some of my own jokes. <laughs> of course. So, uh, no, that's fine. An yeah. important part of the process. And, and thanks for editing all of our stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No worries. <laughs> Do you guys want to plug anything? Or will we definitely your podcasts? The, the yeah, check out the Reactivators, uh, which is a video game uh, th- th- podcast, you know, in quotes. I think, uh, you know, it sounds like we're doing improv at the end based on a video game that our guests bring. But it's not. It's actually a scientific breakthrough. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> we're doing science on the show, essentially. Um, it's not just about video games all the time. So if you if that puts you off. And you like us a little bit? Just listen. It's fun. It's a good time. We've been doing a lot. We've done a lot of them. We have, and these guys have been on. You should check out that episode. It's a great first episode for anybody who hasn't heard the podcast. Um, we we love you guys, and uh, if you want to hear even more video game podcasts, you can check out patreon.com slash super NPC radio, where Tyler and I post some extra content, and there's sort of a collective of video game podcasters who post all kinds of things on there. And, co- and comedy. Video game comedy. Yeah. <laughs> We forgot to say, you know, you can't forget that that second we'll, one. And we'll Nick post, Costanza. On we'll Instagram. post the and Nick Costanza on Instagram. We'll post the Patreon link in the episode description. Oh yeah, thank you. And 
Yeah, that's our little courtesy. <laughs> We're so generous. That's what we can do for you. Yeah. That's what we can do. Thanks for letting us borrow all this equipment. No, and, no problem. Uh, you want us to send you that link? <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> Thank you. You know me. I'm not a techie. <laughs> all right. Thanks, guys. Thank you for having us, fellas. All right. All right. See ya.